The following show contains spoilers for episode 3 of Survivor 44. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again? Hey. I-, I thought we were going. I thought we were already going. What's happening? Hey, this is my show now. <laughs> you have one episode in. I think technically, well, well, I was going to say, I guess Fred uh, wasn't here. So technically, as of right now, you are the uh, active <laughs> record holder <laughs> for the, the individual on the most concurrent episodes of, uh, of RNG show. Uh, as that of makes me two. the de facto leader. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to RNG Show. I'm your host, uh, 6Teeb, or Teeb as people like to call me. Uh, I'm joined today with Soaring and Toon. Fred, unfortunately, uh, had some climbing business to attend to today, so he could not make it. Climbing uh, business, yes, that's that's code word for... Uh, I- I've sc- I have screwed off and gone to an island for like four weeks, and uh, so, uh, you- yeah. you'll see me next season. So uh, last week, me and Fred had the the duo show where we usurped Toon as the leader, but now Toon has returned. But will Toon take his place back as leader? We'll find out. Uh, yeah, I not guess if, we'll not see. on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, well I, mean, I feel like we're coming into an episode where uh, not really too much happened. I feel like episode one we had like a good start. Last week was actually a pretty interesting episode. I'm, I'm kind of sad I, I missed out on it, but I simply did not have a voice. And I've been really enjoying uh, in these past couple of days now the ability to breathe through my nose, which I feel wow, like that, always a little Wow, that's pretty cool superpower. Congratulations. Right? That's awesome. Uh, however, this episode, uh, I feel like we, it was like a very season 44 feeling episode, right? But it's like still well, a little it more. It is on the one of those. Key. <laughs> no 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 it's mean? not that one it's it's not the tom hiddleston thing you're uh, a bit confused let's, let's let's dive into that a little deeper what do you what do you mean by that uh well i feel like we're still kind of getting the sort of episode where like we have some like interesting and fun uh like character moments but the characters themselves i still feel like are not necessarily standing super strong yet like i don't feel like there's anybody who's really like super iconic outside of like probably Carolyn at this point. Um, but then we also get some kind of like questionable, like, or, or just overall, like not fantastic gameplay is kind of like yeah. the vibe I'm seeing from this season where we get like fun character moments. The gameplay is not really that important. Uh, and that's, <laughs> I think what we'll yeah. kind of see through the whole season. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I I feel that same way as well. Um, but we did have uh some uh some drama right at when we returned from Tribal last week at the beginning of the episode, where uh, Sarah's kind of on the outs this week, at least at the start. Uh, and people are like, no hard feelings, you know. But Sarah can't really help that, you know. Yeah, because I mean, we're the shown, only person left out of the vote. Yeah, we're showing that she at least wants to like try. She wants to try and get in. I almost feel like her only, um, like her only option at this point is to go to 
Jam Jam and Carolyn and be like, hey, like, look at how Carson just flipped on me. Maybe he'll do that to you once you merge. We should get rid of him now. But I just feel like that's not that strong of an argument. Uh, yeah, that really yeah. isn't. <laughs> I, I, I feel like... Outs, like it's hard to make compelling argument to against people because well yeah you are the one who was betrayed because you are on the outs it's not because mm-hmm. like you were really betrayed yeah there's also the other half of that where it's like uh you know Carson flipped on her but in doing so he very like specifically chose Jam Jam and Carolyn which i think holds more weight than uh than Sarah who's just kind of desperately trying to end up with them yeah, but at the same time, I feel if Tika goes back for another tribal, I think it's still kind of a toss-up, even with the line drawn in the sand after the end of last episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like with a little bit of time and uh, more time to get to know each other, you know, it could it could be definitely another toss-up, you know? Yeah, at the very least, it does seem that Jam Jam and Carolyn are pretty comfortable holding power on this tribe, which is interesting because, uh, you know, one Helen vote ago, it didn't really seem that way. But, uh, you know, Jam Jam seems very comfortable with, uh, with Carolyn as an alliance partner. And so. I just love these two like it, they're me fun and, it's fun <laughs> me me and fred were talking last week when you guys weren't here mm-hmm. about how episode one we're just like carolyn's an absolute psychopath she's ridiculous <laughs> and i can't get it and then we in episode two it just clicked and now getting to see these two like working together and see their dynamics and mostly like just carolyn even though jam jam's also a big character mm-hmm. man i just love the heck out of these guys yeah carolyn was definitely like a first or, or a second or third draft pick for me i think it's nice to see her at least uh <laughs> performing somewhat well here with all the it's nice the to Roblox see my tribe members performing well <laughs> yeah uh i i think it lends to like episode one you didn't see any like gameplay elements out of her you only saw like the craziness mm-hmm. where in episode two and especially episode three you can kind of see that oh no she's really smart as well she knows how to play this game yeah i mean i think especially just outside of kind of like the you know the fun character moments we see like her trying to create relationships with other people in the tribe and just like kind of failing and just not creating yeah. like those social links and that's where i think the biggest like concern for me was but now that has totally changed around, and my question is more now directed as, like, how is she going to, uh, you know, create a bigger, like, power group if it, it comes to the merge? Um, and, like, where she'll kind of find her place in there. Or maybe she'll be more like a non-threat, and uh, she just won't have to worry about being targeted at all. Could be, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Tika, I think, is... Even that's like it's too bad Bruce went really early, but it has led to kind of interesting situation. Helen is a very surprising vote, and now we're just left with this kind of like almost misfit feeling group. But if we if we somehow get to like the final three and it's Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson, that is going to be an amazing tribal council. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. They they as a group are quite powerful where the other tribes have like individually powerful mm-hmm. things. Maybe like the duo between Matt and Franny's kind of powerful. Yeah. Like this group 
all together, I think, and is I think, very powerful. And I think coming out of it, especially if they, like, vote Sarah out, I think they'll be going into the merge, like, with a lot of trust between them. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I think the other tribes will struggle with. Yeah. But uh, on on the talking about powerful, especially on the individual level, Kane yeah. swinging around a sword. Look at him go. Ratu tribe. <laughs> Representing uh, Canada with the national anthem. How do you feel about that soaring? I thought um, you. that was not the national anthem. It was a good <laughs> attempt, though. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I probably couldn't sing the national anthem by heart, so you know, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't. I'm I'm a bad Canadian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think this is nice for uh, for Kane, who I was kind of surprised. Uh, like after the preseason interviews, he seemed like such a like interesting character in the way where uh oh i don't really know how to put this like instead of it being almost like comedic played for comedy it's like kane is an interesting person played very straight where like i feel like kane is not like he's not trying to constantly make jokes he is just his like authentic self and it is a very very interesting person yeah as opposed to, like, someone trying to generate humor, I suppose. Yeah, he really also grew on me this episode. All he had to say was, like, D&D and RPGs and video games. And I'm just like... Nerd! This guy, we would be friends, you know? <laughs> For sure. Uh, and I think it's really interesting how the, um, the show kind of, like... Uh, I don't know. It's, like, portrays him in this interesting way. It's like, oh, look, he's out here, like... How quaint he's a nerd, but he's still playing Survivor. How good for him, right? It's like how it, it comes off to me. And it's like, switch to Brandon. Brandon is a hero. He's <laughs> strong. He's going fishing. He's uh, supporting his tribe. And it's like, wow, it really feels like Survivor likes one of these people a lot more than the other. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we get some, uh, some interviews Body. with Brandon. And he's like, I've got all these different layers on me and it's like like yeah like an ogre yeah they're just they're just they're just playing brandon up they're they're hyping him up in the edit mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see where it goes but i don't know there i think both of the highlighted players from this portion of the episode on ratu uh are very good uh we, we've spent some time with matthew in the past mm-hmm. for better or worse <laughs> um for hand or not for hand yeah, um, but I, I do think it'd def- be interesting to see if we like kind of if maybe this is like Survivor hinting at we're gonna see more conflict between these two people because there was like the little thing where like it was Kane's vote was like ending up on on Brandon at that first tribal council. Yeah, I'm curious if this is going to like create sort of uh like a fun battle between like your traditional like very charismatic man your versus, versus your, your nerd yeah basically you know just creating that sort of like battle and seeing which one kind of wins out um i think would be kind of fun to see happen yeah and i think the rest of the tribe is on a like similar boat but just kind of quieter where they're all kind of individually strong mm-hmm uh, but they may not agree or they may butt heads from time to time. And we'll we'll see how that dynamic plays out. Yeah, compared to Tika, it definitely feels much more fractured. Um, mm. 
yeah, I want to talk more about the dynamics as we as we move through our timeline. But that's where we're at with Ratu for now. Uh, next up, I guess what we have our <laughs> we have our weekly dose of Matt and Franny. Showman's baby. <laughs> that's what I've been waiting for. That's what it's all about. Uh, so yeah, I guess what they're just reminding us. <laughs> oh yeah, they're ready oh, to yeah. go on a road trip together. <laughs> oh, I I I want to see that road trip, man. I just like all of the content between those two is just so wholesome all the way across the board. Like, I I I hope that they are, if not together after the show, at least like very good friends and hang out quite often. Like. Their their dynamic is great. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the very least, something something's brewing there. May may not get far in the game because of it, but we, that remains to be seen. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. When it comes to strategy wise, um, I think I think the way Franny is playing this off is actually a really good way to do it. Um, but we'll see if it really ends up working or not in the long run. Yeah. Um, Danny. At, at one point, he points the finger at the rest of them, or at those two among the rest of the tribe, and being like, there's our target, you know? Yeah, it does and, make it tough to have your four versus two situation. But obviously, as the episode shows, it didn't uh, really matter too much. Yeah, so, surprisingly. Uh, this, this tribe, um, our Soka tribe, is definitely very... Um, the, like the dynamics I think are really interesting and we get a peek into those throughout the episode. Um, yep. But they're definitely a and little we- more like layered, I suppose, than the other two feel. Yep. And then we get some like secret strategy from Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony Vlachos? Not Tony. He's here? Danny. Wow. Why did I write Tony in the notes? That's my bad. Channeling Tony is what he said. He is kind of channeling Tony, to be honest. Maybe that maybe that's why I got it confused through the people run, I was watching with mention Tony. Running down but the yeah, path, he, doing some. He's running, doing flips, you know. To- big Tony energy. But Danny, uh, he hides the idol, back, the fake idol. Back in the cage in the little pouch. Yeah, this very, is it's so very smart. cool move. It's so yeah. smart. It's really like the best thing you can do with the fake idol they give you. Yeah, yeah. it's immediately what came to mind with me when there's the fake just, idol. Yeah, there's just so shown. much less doubt. Like you could, you know, you could find an idol on a water well or something, and you could still believe it. But it's like when you're getting it straight from the cage, like it's so much more. Like there's mm-hmm. no reason to, yeah. to doubt. It's more. It's more believable, yeah. Yeah, and like also worth noting is I feel like production had this in mind when they designed like the note so that yeah. you could rip it up to, so that it still read like a normal advantage. Well, mm-hmm. Danny, friggin' psychopath moment, he just eats it. <laughs> 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 Yummy. <laughs> I, I love paper. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of nutrients they're sure we'll, we'll say that lots of fiber lots of fiber. well let me ask you this yeah. would you rather eat a piece of paper or would you rather uh like eat a bunch of worms oh uh, fair enough yeah, worms have I, protein I yeah i would probably go for the paper <laughs> uh yeah so they didn't, I, yeah. I feel like if i was there i would have tried to like cook the worms at least 
right? What's was rather than what swallow them like pills? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, at least the worm would be like alive. Maybe that's part of the thrill, though. Yeah. But maybe cooked worm is like gross. Maybe it's stinky. Maybe. But yeah, at at this point in the episode, we're just hopping back and forth from tribe to tribe, seeing what they're at, in, what they're doing in their downtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we he- we head on back over to Tika. Um, Jam Jam snoring. Yeah, he's big snoring. Big snoozing. Uh, and people are mad at him. Yeah. Tension, drama. Uh-oh, bodily functions. What are we going to do? Uh, and then we get a little more insight into how Sarah feels about being on the bottom in this tribe. Ba- your, your basic... Uh, uh, actually, she, she loves being on the bottom because there's so much opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you got to frame it. Yep. Uh, we we f- flip on back over to Soka again. Yeah. Uh, where they're still looking for the oh, keys. Oh, yeah, we got the group group idol uh, hunt. Yep. Uh, Danny is, like, kind of, like, herding Matt to the, to the tree that he re-hid the key at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, Matt eventually finds it and receives the fake idol. Yeah, and then there's the whole back and forth of, like, you know, Matt's got a secret, and then, like, uh, Danny ambushes him. He has to share yeah. it with Josh, and then he goes to Franny, and then it's all just a mess. <laughs> so now everyone knows that Matt has a uh, idol in quotation marks, which he which he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what? how that pays out. I uh, it won't happen, but with the group I was watching with, I posed the question like, what if because Danny ate the fake note put the real note back in with it that that became the real idol and Danny's is the fake one now. But there's also a thing where each tribe has the real idol and fake idol and one real idol on this tribe is the fake idol on another tribe. I don't know exactly how it lines up, but there are basically three different objects like a bracelet, a pendant, and a mm-hmm. like, it's like the coin. rock or something. Coin, yeah. Um, so for one tribe, the bracelet's the idol. One tribe, the coin's the idol. The other tribe, the the pendant is the idol. And it makes like a perfect like rock, paper, scissors where they all have each like mix of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think that, w- that would have been an interesting way to do it where they kind of are forced to like create some sort of connection. Uh, also now that you've kind of mentioned that makes me realize we haven't had any summit islands, have we? Uh, no, it was just we that, had just the, the episode yeah. one and that was we, it. Yeah. We had the outing on episode one. That was it. And that's why <laughs> in this episode we get so much camp time because there's no just like yep. interruption happening. Uh, I, I do believe in the preview for next week there was somebody pulling out of a bag, so... Oh, okay. I guess we'll see. Wait, what... Uh, Sarah has the bank advantage, right? Yeah, bank your vote, and she... No, no, no. no. no or no, Inherit an advantage. The her- inheritance, yeah. Okay. That's right. So not much use to her right now. Yet, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see what else pops up. And then one last thing we already touched on uh 
the the worm eating party over at Ratu. Yeah. Hey, I mean they're um, they're bonding, so it works. They are bonding. Uh, we see some Matthew and Jamie content. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the team plants. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then we we had like a fake out Matthew for the daddy. for the re hidden idol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Matt like finds the idol that was played oh, already, yes. um, and then he hides it in the water. Well, he did a pretty good job of that too. Yeah. Um, yep. It was a cool edit where uh, we see Jamie find it before we even have any inclination about whether Matthew knew about it or not. So it seems they find it together. But turns out it was a fake Whoa, that, mastermind that moment. Matthew hid. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm really curious to see how this plays out because, like, now Matthew has made a, a decently solid partner in Jamie, and I think he already kind of had one. But now they're, uh, you know, paired up through this idol that Jamie thinks she has. Um, but you know, if she goes to play it and it's fake, does she? connect that to like knowing matthew did the fake or you know i wonder how that works because on this on this tribe there aren't really any tight pairs except for these two that we've really been shown but this is built on you know like so much deception i guess that Mm -hmm. i'm just curious like what happens once jamie knows she has a fake idol yeah i don't know uh, Matt, Matthew's reaction was very well acted to her finding mm-hmm, the idol, mm-hmm. so it was yeah. at least believable. I believed that. it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what sort of dynamics evolve as as we see the season go on with these two, yeah. or even if they go to tribal again. You know, just kind of what what comes up, and that brings us right up to the challenge, right? Yep. Uh, they're like swimming and they're flinging the keys around and then they, oh yeah. And then under the log and then they got the, the color cube puzzle again, which I was really expecting Carson to be like, oh yeah, I've practiced this, this puzzle a million times, but I guess he did it. So, yep. And yeah, uh, the, the 3d printer only does a uh, single color. So, you know, yeah, paint doesn't <laughs> and, exist. Uh, Jeff is like. Oh, you didn't? He like, even call that out? Solo, no, Jeff is like soloed in on the fact that Claire has yet to participate in a challenge that this too, season. That too. But Je- Jeff in his old age getting more and more vicious on these competitors. <laughs> um, so I, I did hear, and don't quote me on this, but uh, some sort of, I, I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory, but... Okay. Uh, Claire was originally cast for The Amazing Race. Okay. But was replaced by two previous Survivor players on that season of Amazing Race. So CBS kind of shoehorned her into Survivor instead. Okay. uh, Is what I've heard. So you think Uh, she was a little out of her element, maybe? Yeah. Aren't challenges the core part of Amazing Race? Yeah, but they're different. I mean, when I'm thinking more out of element, I mean, I would I would go more towards the strategy side just for the show. Uh, I am kind of surprised that she's set out of all the challenges, but I think it's just I don't know when it comes to I guess if she's thinking she'll specialize more in like the physical side of it, she's kind of just like outclassed in a way by Danny and Josh. Yeah, and then you have Matt 
and Franny, I guess, who are going to be more adept maybe at the, like the puzzle side of it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why she ended up out of all of the challenges as opposed to like uh, Heidi, but that's just how I it ended up. I believe that Jeff has now said that they're going to be revisiting the sit-out rule because it's originally you can't do back-to-back reward and immunity, but now there's less uh, reward, reward challenges. challenges. Yeah, they, they're more combined. Yeah, because well, I guess how it technically works is like you can sit out like once per cycle, but now that they don't mm-hmm. do two challenges, it's just yeah. means they can always sit out. And uh, yeah, this is kind of a weird rule that they should just change. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're well. Uh, the conspiracy hour with Teeb. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, I don't know how true it is, but it's it would be very interesting if that's true. But obviously, CBS will never confirm that, and they'll never include that in the edit. Right? Maybe the tribe knows. Who knows? Actually, the secret is that I was cast uh, in oh. that season of uh, Amazing Race. Uh, so you so. took her spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I took her spot. Neat. Well, anyways. I, uh, so what we have Ratu ends up winning this challenge first. Second in a row. And then it kind of turns into just a matter of who can like steal can their answers copy. the fastest. Yeah. And who can cheat off your homework faster. Yeah, and I don't know if it ended up being that like Tika was closest already or if Carson was able to just like understand how to copy their puzzle better. But Tika ends up with uh, the second place, which I'm grateful for. Yep. So that is sending Soka to Tribal Council. Their first one of the season. And it's definitely looking bad for like Matt and Franny here because we've already yep. seen Shade thrown on them this episode. And Matt has the public idol that everyone knows about. So I'm kind of expecting at the very least like for people to throw their vote on Matt and then Matt will flush, like, you know, try yeah, to flush try his and idol flush and the then idol, he'll just yeah. go home. <laughs> but um, I guess they have other plans here. Well, I think yeah, there, there's a lot of back and forth when they return to their camp. Um, the, the first name actually thrown out was Claire mm-hmm. by Danny and Josh. Yeah. Which I kind uh, of get, it's an interesting way they set it up. Cause it's like, Oh, we want to keep the stripe strong. So we get rid of the weakest player. And it's like, well, she's yep. already not in your challenges. So like getting rid yeah, of her doesn't she, change anything, but yeah, <laughs> she hasn't had the chance to even like show if she's good at challenges, you know, but I guess I also get the idea where they're saying like, if she's sitting out every time she's always topped up, in terms of her energy yeah that's true so it's like i and she's preventing other people from taking a break and restoring themselves yeah so so i get uh claire uh claire pulls franny aside to try and see if they can get something together and she throws matt's name out Mm -hmm. Uh, which also (laughs) is like stupid because she's throwing matt to franny like her most loyal person and i and i think it's interesting the way the show is sort of showing their dynamic because it's like we haven't gone completely inside their head yet but it feels like no matt is like totally all in on franny and franny is still kind of putting up this front where she's like okay i like i own matt uh which at least makes me feel like better about franny in the long term 
but at least the way she's telling the other players is like, oh yeah, Matt, like we'll do whatever I say, as opposed to like them being a like equal duo that no one can trust. She can at least kind of wiggle around, sway him. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's really interesting how that is is being shown. Uh, Franny says, "Hold on, <laughs> we need to keep Matt for now. How about Josh?" Claire's like, you know, I like Josh. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And so we end up in this situation where Matt doesn't have a vote. Claire and Fran- Franny are going to go for Josh. They also call Josh, and- like, suspicious. And, yeah, like, which we and we're realizing, like, wait, like, Josh just got his first confessional, right? Like, I have yeah. no, I don't know anything about Josh. I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Who? So, Literally who? So, yeah, we have... Uh, Matt, Franny, and Claire, with only two votes, mm-hmm. uh, pointed at Josh. And then we have Josh and Danny pointed at Claire. And then we were left with Heidi in the middle, basically. Yeah, and it's another an- an- another two on two situation, kind of like last week. Yeah, and it, it's I think it's interesting how it's set up because like Franny, I don't think sorry not for any Heidi I think is in the middle not so much because she's like actually deciding in the middle I think she's just the person they thought they would be able to sway the most yeah and I think the show is trying to you know just create a dramatic situation but really I think honestly that uh like Heidi was never going to not vote the same way that Danny votes yeah I, I I feel that because uh, Danny, Josh, Heidi, mm-hmm. and Claire were kind of established at the beginning of the episode as like a strong four against the Matt and Franny duo. Mm-hmm. Um, but since Claire has been on the bottom, they decided to like chop that leg off prematurely, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And that that just seems that... Uh, that's the way it goes, you know, nothing crazy, nothing. They, they had to build up a little bit of drama, but it was mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. Yeah, I was just thinking through, like, it just seems like Heidi wasn't really ready to sort of, like, make a play or make a risk like that. So it's like they're asking her and she's, you know, saying she's, like, ambivalent, but it's probably better than just straight up saying no anyways. So. yeah. That's for uh, sure. I think Dan- or Heidi is just like, yeah, I'm going to stay loyal to, to Danny. <laughs> and Josh sticks around, which, uh, you know, for a little bit, I was considering it, it would be really funny if, if Josh were to go home because then Fred would lose his third <laughs> yeah, person in a row. Hilarious. Yeah, new rule, you lose all your people before the, uh, <laughs> the redraft, you're out. Oh. You're out. <laughs> oh, that'd be brutal. Yeah. It'd be content though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, we go to tribal. Plays out exactly how you think yeah, it's gonna play out. Pretty straightforward. Um, no surprises here. You guys weren't here last week when Fred, uh, when Fred pointed out uh, some attention to detail on the like voting station with the chessboard. Oh yeah, we've been talking about that. It's it's uh it's apparently a very famous game that's been played in history and they're just kind of following those moves every week yeah it's a fun detail interesting uh and 
Fred couldn't quote it with 100% accuracy in the episode, so... And I'm doing even worse because I don't know the details. So <laughs> playing a game of telephone. But, yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. They're playing a they're playing chess. Smile. <laughs> Someone should uh, lift up all the pieces to see if any of them are is an idol. I, I did notice that one of the pieces had been moved during the move during the voting process this week. I don't know if somebody bumped it, but it wasn't oh. <laughs> on, it wasn't on a space. It was like on a line in between like three spaces. That's funny. We also got a little shot when Franny walked up and she was like all excited about <laughs> their pink chess pieces. Yeah. I'm a little surprised though, you know, that cause don't production reset the voting chamber between every vote, you know, uh, I guess not in those like, or maybe it was just someone who walked up and bumped it and uh, got left in. And yeah, and it just yeah. saw that in the camera. Just saw it. Doesn't Claire also play her shot in the dark here? Yeah, Claire does play shot in the dark. Nothing comes of it. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, Claire gets voted. Bye. Goodbye. Now your team is less strong. Oh man, I'm I'm so upset. I didn't get to talk about the one successful shot in the dark last week. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much the episode. I thought it was okay. I think is is yeah. pretty pretty much where I'm at. Uh, it was a solid like six out of ten, I'd say. Yeah, looking forward to more. Definitely, I think in these last couple seasons there have been episodes that like I've you know had more issue with. Yeah. Uh, for one reason or another, and I don't really have any concerns about this season. I just want to continue to see it play out. Oh, you guys missed your chance last week to weigh in on my controversy corner. Oh. Oh. So, uh, so uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go ahead and dig that back up. Uh, last week, uh-huh. uh, we, were, we were talking a little bit about how challenges, especially team challenges, mm-hmm. end in a single person. Right. Carry, like, determining the outcome. Uh, uh, specifically, like in the situations where a single person can practice uh, the, the like thing they have to do for that challenge before the season even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw that with Matthew in episode two, where he just nails the little snake game. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think about uh, team challenges ending in one person determining the winner? Yeah, I think I think the I mean, two of you covered it pretty well. Um, ultimately, I think like the way I see it is I like the idea of of modifying the challenges uh, in ways that add like a little bit of a, like an extra element, so they're not as predictable. But I also think Jeff has made it very clear that uh, he's a big fan of people, you know, taking the extra step to replicate and practice these at home. To the point where I almost feel like it would like pendulum swing the other way where they make the challenges easier to do at home so people can come more prepared, uh, which I think is like detrimental to the game in a way. But I to the, see that to the like entertainment aspect of the game for sure. Just because like, like it creates a bigger divide between people when it is less like novel and more yeah. like suddenly like the. I don't know. It's like the people who like already uh, might do like less well in, in a challenge or something, or, you know, like 
there's one like an elementary school teacher right like isn't really gonna have the time to like set up and and do these challenges on their own or whatever uh and they're already just like losing their like stock in the challenges yeah so it's like where i would like to see balance i suppose over the cast i just feel like it's something that removes more balance on one hand, like, I'm like, well, everybody has the opportunity to practice. But on the other hand, yeah, like, it does become less interesting to watch if everybody yeah. is coming in an expert at every puzzle. So, yeah, and I think the other side I of that is like, it could be to more, have like variants. It could be more interesting to have like experts. And that's why we watch like professional sports in the Olympics, right? To like see people in their element at something they're really good at. But when you're watching those sporting events, everyone is like doing a lot of training and on survivor. Yeah, that's what they uh, do. It, you know, it's just going to be more skewed in favor yeah. of certain types of people. Yeah. I just don't think you can strike that balance. If, uh, if it's designed to favor those who, have the opportunity to practice, have the resources to build a replica, you know? So I'm sure they've thought about the presence of kind of like the hero moment position in these challenges because like you can take them and you might get a little bit of stock on your tribe. If you lose, then suddenly you're the like first thought as soon as you walk back to camp when you are going to tribal. Um, So I'm sure they've considered that dynamic and I suppose being able to like practice um, just gives people more opportunity to uh, emerge heroic <laughs> in those individual spots. But I think yep. it's fun when people work together, um, whether it's just because there are two people there to work together or because the challenge is designed in a specific way where... Um, they have two parts because i think it was even in this challenge where jam champs like carson just do your thing tell me what like tell me where to put the boxes yeah uh, and then it's like a little less interesting because it's it feels like the challenge is like not designed for two people it's just you need two people because the boxes are heavy yeah but i think that's still more interesting than like it all falling onto the shoulders of one person for sure in terms of the challenge itself i suppose that if somebody really botches the end Mm -hmm. like we saw with carolyn on what was it episode one with the ring and the pillar yeah uh like if somebody really botches it that could be detrimental to their game it wasn't obviously in that scenario Mm -hmm. but that is a thing that can happen and it makes interesting content after the challenge yeah i think but i think the way i'd want to like co-op puzzle or co-op design this puzzle is uh you know like make it so you can only stand on like one side of the platform or something and you can't see the colors the other person sees then you have to like shout them out to each other but it probably wouldn't work as well in a competition so or or like one person controls the turning Mm -hmm. uh and they have to like I don't know, like bicycle pedal (laughs) in order to turn the platform or something. Right. And then uh, I don't know. There's all sorts of different things you could do to different challenges. Uh, So I I think that's the direction I would like to see them go. Or just more like collaborative effort as opposed to 
one or two people just kind of like doing something by themselves yeah well yeah just wanted to hear your input uh from you two yeah uh, on something we discussed last week um as for the episode i think that about wraps up both week's episodes now that we've talked about uh shall we go into our fantasy points yeah numbers numbers baby what do they That's mean what we're Mason? really here for soaring wins big this episode again two in soaring a row has three idols Cha-ching. on his drive <laughs> yeah <laughs> stop stop putting heat on me stop putting heat I gotta fly into the radar. Uh, it's not like we can vote you out or anything. You are in the <laughs> radar. I am voting you out. Uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> All in favor, say aye. Uh, I almost gave Jamie some idol points I heard on it. waivers. You said aye. Oh. <laughs> uh, however, it was a fake idol, so that didn't happen. Uh, Fred continues to uh, kind of be in a tough spot. He was yeah. going to get some points no matter what because he has two tribes. Um, but it was second place points, and that was it. So Josh didn't go home. Uh, he also didn't get a vote in safe point or anything. Uh, so Fred ends up with five points. Uh, I think we might be seeing a little bit of a plateau for Fred in the pre-merge. But uh, redraft is always there, even if he doesn't really have anyone good to lock in. <laughs> uh, Correct. Next up. Uh, for once, it's not me. It's T. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, One, two, three. It, the the order of the episodes is the order of my placements per episode. <laughs> so next week, expect me to get less points than Fred. Great. Um, Teeb, let's see. Uh, let's see. Loses big because of the Soka focus. Uh, only getting some points from Ratu. And uh, Claire is gone forever lowering the point potential your team has uh but at least but she did play her shot but in at dark. least you got two shot in the dark points before she left and sometimes that's all we can ask from um our loyal players <laughs> on our teams uh yep. and then i had another boring episode i haven't really had anything interesting going on on my tribe um but uh tico won the challenge second place Kane, my fantasy hero, um, also got me some first place immunity win points. So I got 14, and that's it. And yeah, Soaring got another idol with Matthew now. So now Matthew, Carolyn, and Danny <laughs> all have idols. They're all bringing the points home, baby. Uh, Lauren doesn't really especially seem like she's in any danger either. Um, got two Ratu folk, so... Soaring's up at 20 points. And if we go over to look at our results, that pushes Soaring up into first place overall. Fred, let's see, Fred and I were tied last episode. Yep, you and Fred were tied, and me and Soaring were one point apart. Yeah, that was so interesting. Uh, So I definitely pull ahead a little bit there. Uh, So I guess in order, that puts Fred with 35 points. I jump up to 44. Teeb is at 62 and Soaring is all the way up at 73. So Jeez. we're starting to even out a bit. It's not just uh, the top two and the bottom two. We're a little more uh, evenly distributed, I-, I suppose. I still have a little bit of work to do. But uh, if if 
my tribe doesn't do in- anything interesting and all they do is get to the merge that i suppose i'm i'm happy with that too yeah but franny seems like she's in a little bit of danger kane has a little bit of heat but i don't know if that really means anything jam jam is still solid i i don't see jam jam going out before the merge i i could see them making a play at carson mm mm-hmm. I th- I can see him being someone they consider if if Tico goes, yeah. but I I I feel like he'll be in there for a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if I'm honest, I'm still not entirely feeling super solid about Carolyn's place in that tribe. But interesting. I I'm feeling pretty good about it right now for sure. You think so? Yeah. Right. Like if I if I were to lock somebody in on your tribe for the redraft, it'd probably be Carolyn, in my opinion. Well, yeah, but she she also does. Worth noting, she does have that plot armor of uh, the, the cold, cold open. open. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the Gabler esque like no reason to be here. We'll just stick around because is a main character of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Carolyn's fun. It's interesting. It's it's hard to see a winner out of the group we yeah, have. Yeah, definitely. I think is. it's just because we're not going to have stellar gameplay i think it's just going to be a fun jaunt through <laughs> survivor yeah, i said an ep i said in episode one and my feelings are still valid i believe where uh i talked about how last season i felt anybody could win it mm-hmm. and this season i felt like nobody can win it right. i still kind of feel the same way <laughs> yeah it's just whatever the uh the ai decides i suppose yeah the AI generated survivor season. We're still here. <laughs> uh, this, is we, this is what we get. We let ChatGPT rule our fantasy seasons now. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, soaring. Maybe next episode, one of the two of us will uh, lose a person. Maybe it'll be Fred again. No. Maybe it'll be <laughs> Teeb, and the prophecy of uh, getting the least amount of points will come true. Yep. We'll see. But. I think that just about wraps it up for us this week. Indeed. If you want to check out the other episodes, go to rngshow.com. Thanks to Zoe for editing the episode, as always. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Well, that's that's a good song. Uh, If you want to see the spreadsheet, check out rngshow.com slash 44. Or you can press the link in the show notes. Yeah, there's uh, lots of cool stuff there. Got our unit totals table updated. Uh, the person in first place may not be who you think. Go find out. Ooh. N- number one may surprise you. <laughs> well, thanks for watching, or listening rather, and we'll yep. see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Later. Later.